Hello, my name is Maha Albu-Sharif. I'll be presenting on the role of conformational strain in enzyme catalysis. I worked with Dr. Mark Wilson in the Department of Biochemistry at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Um, X-ray crystallography is a structure determination tool. It's a technique used to determine the atomic and molecular structure of a crystal. And we use it to solve the structures of proteins to, and and to determine functions of residues, observe interactions with substrates, and interactions with other proteins or nucleic acids. And crystallography is a new technique to time-resolved crystallography. It was impossible for us to look at a protein that was actively turning over, which means that it's going through a continuous cycle of catalysis. And Serial crystallography um, can be used to observe time-dependent x-ray diffraction using brief pulses of x-rays um, generated out of free electron lasers. And the main problem with x-ray crystallography is that it causes radiation damage to the crystal. Um, and serial crystallography is different because we have many crystals and they're very, very tiny, and each crystal is only exposed once, so there's no opportunity for the accumulation of radiation damage to happen, which has been a uh, problem for these types of these types of experiments. The protein that we studied here is isocyanide hydratase, also known as um, ICH, which is one of the few enzymes whose catalysis has been characterized in real time using mix and inject serial crystallography, also known as MISC. It's an antibiotic degrading enzyme. And from previous studies, we know that um, ICH from bacteria and pseudomonas fluorescence, that it showed a helix motion near the cysteine active site, um, which is important during catalysis. And Ralstone ICH is the specific protein that we use in this research. It's a newly characterized member of the ICH family. It diffracts X-rays to an exceptional 0.74 angstrom resolution. This is a very um, ultra-high resolution crystal structure of Ralstonia, which reveals several unusually strained amino acid side chains that cluster in important parts of the structure. And most proteins diffract to about two angstrom resolution on average, and ours is 0.74 angstrom resolution. So this is a better resolution because we get to see everything in detail that is unusual for a macromolecular um, crystal structure. And these deviations from planarity are well are most of them are well determined by the data, um, and therefore residue geometry is confidently known, but the causes of these strains are still unknown. So just a quick overview of um, of the methodology, we determined the structure of Alstonia ICH to 0.7 angstrom resolution, resolution using a synchrotron data set collected from a crystal at 100 degrees Kelvin um, at uh, the Stanford Synchrotron Radiation Light Source, also known as SSRL. Um, the data was then collected using shutterless data collection, which is a developed way for high-speed precise data collection in protein crystallography. And then it was solved using molecular replacement, which is a method used to solve phase problems um, in X-ray crystallography. Um, then it was auto-built um, using CCP4. It was then manually improved using CUT. And then it was refined um, using RefMAC, which is a refinement program that incorporates various tools to deal with some crystal abnormalities. And um, right here, the first table in X-ray diffraction data statistics, um, the data about it shows um, the quality of the data, which is exceptionally high resolution, which is 0.74 angstrom resolution. And the, and the resolution cutoff was determined using the correlation coefficient for the data 
for, uh, sorry, the correlation coefficient for one half of the data, which shows the correlation between a reflection in one half of the data and its counterpart in the other half of the data. Um, in the next table, um, the model statistics, the most important part of that table is the R-free value, which is 0 0.122, um, indicating the agreement between the model and the experimental data um, that we have excluded from the refinement optimization, uh, which is high. Um, and more probity was used to validate the geometry of the model and indicate generally good agreement with the dictionary values. So one of the things that, the first thing that we actually observed in the protein structure is that um, it has three outliers. Um, we observed that using the Ramachandran plot, um, as you can see right here, A, B, and C. A is isoleucine, B is aspartate, and C is alanine. Um, as you can see here in A and B, the electron density, which is the blue mesh, is well determined by the data. There, are, there aren't any disorders or weird um, structure right here, or weird electron densities right here. But comparing that to C, you can see how the electron density is disordered. You have red blobs, green blobs, indicating that there's something wrong here that needs to be further, in, uh, that needs to be investigated and needs to be fixed. We also observed um, residue, um, or we observed uh, planarity deviation in the structure. And we observed that using, um, look by looking at tryptophan 85, and we're focused on the aromatic ring right here. Um, this is a top view of the, of, the, of the aromatic ring. As you can see, the aromatic ring is actually bent, which is very, very unusual because um, all aromatic rings are supposed to be flat because of the pi bond conjugation and the electron delocalization. They require um, the planarity to line up those p orbitals in order for them to share electrons. Um, these are also right here, these are extra or additional um, examples of strained residues. We have 163 tyrosine. We observed two conformations of the aromatic ring and the z-score is 5.09. We also observed a, um, a strained um, aromatic ring in tyrosine right here, which is also bent, just like the tryptophan 85. And the z-score is 6.38. And the z-score is the number of standard deviation of the residue parameter that differs from its average mean. It is calculated by subtracting the value we observed and the expected mean value divided by the standard deviation. Um, and if the z-score is a big number, so five, six, seven, or eight, it is considered a serious outlier because it's far from the normal distribution, which is about two. And if it is supported by the electron density, then it's meaningful and important. So in conclusion, we observed um, three outliers to the Ramachandran plot, two of which were well determined by the data. One of them showed a disorder in its electron density. We also observed a planarity deviation, multiple residues of Ralston and ICH protein structure. Um, and the exceptionally high resolution data collection allows us, um, or data allows us to test whether strain residues like tryptophan 85 change during catalysis in a MISC experiment. And residue clusters around Ralston and ICH show geometric strains indicating relevance of functionally important motions during catalysis. Um, moving forward, we would like to determine the type of structural environments that cause these aromatic residues to bend and cause planarity deviation. Um, we would also like to characterize non-equilibrium 
um, during catalysis or non-equilibrium motions during catalysis by ICH using serial crystallography. Um, finally, I would like to um, acknowledge um, Dr. Mark Wilson, which is my UNL faculty mentor, um, UNL McNair Scholars Program, Dr. Madanjali Discuto, which is a PhD student that worked on the data collection um, for Ralston ICH, Stanford Synchrotron Radiation Light Source, as well as Dr. Ina Cohen. Thank you.